Greetings and salutations. Welcome to episode 134 of Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. And do not adjust your screen. That is in the bottom corner. Trev returning to Ref the District after a very short uh, hiatus to take care of himself. Man, we love having you back. That is definitely a full round of applause for our man, Trev. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. What's up, Big E? Glad to yeah. be back. Big E asking in the comment section here on YouTube if uh, saying, I uh, hope Trev is here this week. He is, in fact, back. Of course, we stream live every Wednesday here on YouTube, also Facebook and Twitter. If you're here, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe. You can also catch us on any of your favorite audio platforms, wherever you get your podcast, you can find us there because we are part of the Belief Network. They're finding great ways for us to get there. They've shared some of our content as we keep producing, maybe you'll find us more and more on like your Alexa and maybe some websites more on that as we continue growing, but we need your support. So every listen and every view counts. So we appreciate that. We got lots of people in the chat eager about today. We got Nicole, Gus bus, big E uptown Dre. And, uh, you know, guy, we have quite the show for you because this was your second day of joint practices mm. and, there's plenty to talk about in that regard. So we're looking forward to doing some conversation pieces for that. Uh, that'll be during the game. We will be breaking down the actual Ravens game that will be played on Monday night football. Our current plan is to actually stream that, that game, do a play-by-play and commentary. To clarification there, we can't legally stream the game for you, but it's Monday night football. You should be able to find it. Tune out the broadcasters there. Tune into us because we have some great fun. And it's like watching with your friends. And that is even better here in the warm-up brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy. It's going to be your injuries and update. Uh, so we'll have plenty to talk about there as I'm going to fix the graphic real quick because it is still bothering me. What, what uh, part of the graphic don't you don't like? I'm so trying to look for the, a flaw in there, but yeah, I don't see Don't it. worry. I see it, and that's all that matters, <laughs> and it is going to get removed oh, very I see shortly it. once I, I get this it. up there. But look, Trev, uh, down in the bottom left-hand corner, I want to point it out so Nathan goes crazy. There's nothing. There's Yeah, if that part is actually – that's not even the one I was referring to, Starter, oh, which is crazy, but that now that's going to bug me for the I, entire show. Um, uh, moving along because we're not here to talk about the technical side of the house we're here to talk about our washington commanders and well i guess actually one thing here we, we mentioned trev coming back and yeah biggie it's not ref without trev we we love our man trev glad he's back here gus bus is asking for the old theme song with the yeah 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 Stay tuned. I have been trying to work a new intro or some transitions that would put that song back in here. Uh, that full disclosure, that song was something Stoner and I paid for when we first started off. So Trev wasn't actually in the song. We've tried reaching out to see if we could, you know, make it with him in there because it's just like Nathan and Stoner. Uh, and it was like, and Trev. But uh, we haven't been able to work that, but we do like the rest of the parts. So we're going to work it in some way. So stay stay tuned for, for more of that. Uh, Gregory treating, uh, teasing Trev here. First things first, guys, let's get through some of these injuries. Stoner, mm -hmm. who is not practicing right now and who should we be worried about? The biggest worry that you probably have right now is with Logan. And that in his calf issue that he hasn't practiced for a week plus, maybe 10 days now, even. 
And this these past couple of days has been the first time he's actually been seen out on the field doing warm-ups. Mm-hmm. Now, he's been inside, and they say that he's been getting his work done inside with the trainers and all that. And they keep saying it's not that serious. But, you know, last year they said the same thing. They said about, about Curtis Samuel uh, a couple of years ago. Absolutely. So they're very coy with injuries, and I'm okay with that. I'm just saying that when they say it's not too serious, it might actually be too serious. But he's probably the biggest one. Uh, Sadiq Charles has had practiced Sunday, Monday, Tuesday fully. Today, he did not. He started out in practice, and again with the ones at left guard, but he couldn't finish practice today, and it was because of the same calf issue. And Trev, I don't know if you've seen Sadiq Charles' calves. They're massive. He's got like bowling balls for calves. You wouldn't believe it. But um, so those are probably the two biggest ones. You had some minor ones with with BSJ not practicing the last couple of days. Benjamin St. Juice done. Of course, mm-hmm. Chase, who's pictured here in the graphic, uh, he's another one. Now he went through individual drills. He's fine. They're just being cautious with yeah. Chase. And so I think those are the biggest ones. Am I missing? No, those those are probably the biggest ones. BSJ, Benjamin St. Juice also went through individual uh, drills. Um, Chase Young doing not doing the team drills, but did individual drills as well. Ben standing Mm -hmm. on the BSJ news, Nikki J on the other news. But I mean, Washington's not alone in this, right? Because Ravens didn't play, uh, uh, according to Cordell Woodland, Ravens that uh, he didn't see, Cordell didn't see practicing, were Tyler Huntley, uh, that's probably the biggest name, Ty- Isaiah Likely was a name that we liked, Rock Yassin, which is just a great name, and Marlon Humphrey all sat uh, apparently today. So, I mean, this is kind of the second day of a practice, so players not necessarily doing the team drills, especially when you're going to have to face this team on Monday Night full Football for a preseason game, probably not necessary to get them out there and do those team drills. Trev, Logan Thomas, though, it's not just been a today thing. He's not doing individual workouts. He's missing. Gregory here is mad that we didn't draft a tight end. Hmm. Uh, so what, what do you think of this tight end room, especially if Logan Thomas can't suit up? It's weak. It's a weak tight end room. Um, hmm. That one in the name of John Bates, who Stoner keeps pushing for to become an offensive lineman. Although he had a good day of practice today, he caught three passes today, so mm-hmm. maybe he's improving. Then you have Logan Thomas, who's just injury prone. Like, I mean, I give the guy credit from going from quarterback to tight end. That's a good, you know, way to get a roster spot. But it seems like he's providing us with more injuries in production, and I'm not a fan of that. And we've also always obviously decidedly mediocre already. Now I'm starting to, as I was on my hiatus, I was thinking like, man, we need a better tight end. Logan Thomas just hmm. ain't it. And what about Cole Logan, Turner, Trev? Cole Turner's still young. Hmm. Um, so he's probably our best prospect at tight end with the most potential to be a breakout tight end because we saw what he did at Nevada his uh, season before last. And so, you know, but he was held, he was held back last season because of another calf injury. And Stoner, I think he tweeted from our account, Washington needs a calf, a calf specialist or a calf doctor, whatever, because it's always a calf injury. But yeah. our tight end room is not appealing. 
It's not productive. It's just yeah. I I, I think that they were hoping for two of their young guys to step up this year. Sure. Yeah. One of those was Armani Rogers, who went down early yeah. with a uh, injury. He's out for the season. Is it his calf? It probably. We'll definitely check. I think it was Achilles, was it maybe? Anyways, oh. Gus Bus, fact check us on the uh, yeah, it was Achilles. on the, the, the um. So I think Armani Rogers was one because they liked him last year and they were Mm -hmm. using him in certain packages. And I think that they were expecting him to be healthy this year. Cole Turner was a guy that they liked well enough to draft last year and that they were kind of expecting to be a little bit part, a bigger part even last year. So this year they were hoping he was going to take the next step. Logan Thomas being injured is not something that they foresaw, right? Because now you are, you're going to go, you're going to go with Bates. You're going to go with Cole Turner and then, what Isaiah Hodges, Craig, uh, Craig Curtis, Smith, Hodges. Curtis Hodges, Caden Smith, who just got signed. Yeah. Um, you know, are you going to go fullback with Arma out there? Yeah. Do some old eye formations with a fullback. I mean, it is not the strongest room, even with Logan Thomas. It is one that's that is not, I would say, in the top half of the league. No. Um, <laughs> How many how many elite tight ends are there in this league? Three. Yeah, I, I I'm with Nathan. I think there's three. I think there's um Kelsey. That's one. Kittle. Yeah. Oh, you can't he's elite. <laughs> Come on, he's elite. You can't who's the third? Kittle. Who's, who's the third? third? Guy we're facing right now, Mark Andrews is um i think he has been elite second tier at least that might yeah, be some bias tier. too because he, he he is a uh, Gus uh he is a sooner um uh, you know the point being that you don't have to have elite tight ends you have to have a productive tight end room now i i don't think that they're in i don't think they're at the bottom half of the tight end rooms but i also don't they're right in the middle with the tight end rooms. They're not in the top half. They're not in the bottom half. They're right in the... A healthy Logan Thomas is a weapon. He's a weapon. You guys Where? know it. In the red zone or all together? All together. He's an absolute weapon. Now, again, he's not elite, but he's not, uh, you know, guys you've never heard of starting he's, at tight end in this league. He, he's, again, he's decidedly mediocre. That's what we, that's our, our thing here. You know, you can call him a Jag, just another guy, but decidedly mediocre. There's nothing really wrong with that. Right. If you're a middle of the pack guy, I mean, there's 32 starting tight ends in this league. Yeah, you're if right. you're middle of the pack, that's really not that bad because that's you're right. still better than 90% of the other, the league out there. So that's not what we're saying. By the way, it's really, you wouldn't list Mark Andrews as one of the top guys. You didn't list your third guy. Uh, who me? I didn't. You didn't man, list your third guy. I I want to put Goddard in there. I I'm a big guy, but I don't. You're right. I, there's probably two. I'll, Got, I'll go Goddard. With. Goddard. I can. Goddard's pretty nice, but Goddard's all right. He's probably top five. Darren Waller is another one that. T J Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Yeah, Kyle Pitts mm-hmm. is still rough. Yeah, those are all guys second tier. Yeah, Dalton those Schultz, are... Pat uh, Freermuth, uh, Friermuth. Friermuth. That's Logan Thomas's. That's his Pete. his level. No, no, his level is Fry. Are no. you kidding me? Friermuth. Move. Go look up Friermuth's stats. I'm I'm about to go look this up, Stella, because you've got you're kidding Dalton me. Schultz. How, how? Okay, tell That's me Logan right Thomas's now. Area. Tell me how many how many yards do you think Friermuth got last year? 
last year? Seven hundred mm-hmm. and some. Oh, I don't think he had anything that high. Five hundred and sixty-four. Oh, yeah? Seven hundred and thirty-two stoner. Yeah. Okay. Whoop de frickin' do. Logan don't Thomas had that in his he had best 600 year. in his best year and oh, that was Logan also did? the only yes and that was also the only year where he had significant yardage okay so that's what he's capable of that's what Fryermuth is capable no of. It's this is the same thing please it's the same stop level it. stop it <laughs> stop it i mean that is you not guys the disrespect same level. when he's healthy he's a weapon I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Okay. He's a he's a tall target. He, despite the fact EP will always say that he he drops the pass. He is a reliable. He is reliable at catching the ball. Yeah. It's it's not. It, I'm not saying that he's not reliable. Again, I mean, just because I say that he's decidedly mediocre, isn't to say that he's bad. It's it's not to say yeah, that he can't be good on the field. They gotta but, pay them defensive players so they can't go out and get themselves a I good tight end. We don't need an elite. We said draft a decent one here. Yeah. By the way, 670 was his highest total. Logan Thomas. His yeah. next best year was last year. Okay. At 323. So 670. And yeah. Fryermuth last year had how much? 700. 700. And the, his rookie year, he had 400 and something. Right. They're not my- comparable. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you serious right now? They're totally not like comparable. Yards, and you're saying that it's a totally different level. You're telling me the 24 year old Pat Firemuth, who is still developing, no, no, is no, on no, the no, same no, no, tier no. as a 32 year old. Yes. No. Yes. No. 1 billion percent. I don't want to hear any of this. <laughs> what about Kyle Pitts? What about right Kyle? now? That's his level. Kyle Pitts is is definitely a little bit overrated. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's his the level. guy is is absolutely a, a physical phenime, but he doesn't have a QB to toss it to. I am bringing up Kyle Pitts uh, yet. I mean, I bet you Kyle Pitts hasn't even sniffed Logan Thomas numbers. Oh yeah, you're right. A thousand yards his rookie year was definitely not Pitts sniffing. Did? Yes. Yeah. Uh, for the record. I completely forgot about that, mainly because I just remembered he started off kind of slow. And like the talk was, is is he actually was he actually worth that high pick last year? He did fall down to three hundred and fifty six yards. But uh, Logan's level, that that is Logan's level. There we go. Three hundred and fifty six yards is Logan's level. Not a thousand, not even seven hundred. The whole point is, I don't think they like their tight ends. They don't need. They, they have need. to say that. No, I, I think they believe that. Or if else they, they would have like gone out. Ends, they would have gone out and, or signed one of these. Or signed a guy. The, we don't I do think that. The, agents, the free agents were not that expensive in the tight end group. They were just not. They they could have done that. Right. Now, and granted, I think we still get Cam Curl signed. So that's going to be one of those things that's going to crunch the cap space a little bit more. Dallas right Goddard, bearded knowledge. Dallas Goddard, greater than Logan Thomas and Kyle Pitts. There's no, uh, there's I, no, uh, I don't think you're going to get an argument here. Uh, thanks, uh, bearded knowledge for tuning in. Yeah, 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 there's a little, yeah, Philly guy cheering on the Philly guy. Yeah. Dallas Goddard's solid. I, I would give him, he's easily top seven, probably top five. I mean, mm, that might be a little high. You're the guy who He's just said you're gonna la- label Goddard in top three. What are you? What no, are you doing? No, I are you even no, listening to yourself right now? I said there's good. a top Michael two. Is good. That's a top two, and then that's the level, and then there's everybody else. 
<laughs> and then that's it. So let's not start thinking that we have to have a Kelsey and that we have to have uh, uh, we have to have uh, Kelsey Kittle. You don't have to have yeah. those guys. And so I think they're okay with this room. Let's not worry about it. There's only one ball. And if you're over here predicting that Terry's going to get 110 and Dotson's going to get 80 and Robinson and and uh, Gibson are going to combine for 100 catches and Samuel's going to get 60 and all of a sudden Deami's going to go from 5 to 40. I mean, Sam Howell, what's he going to complete 700 passes in the season? No, but let's, it's let's, not just... it, we haven't even talked tight end yet. Well, they can't block, bro. That's another thing that why a tight end room is weak. That is well, problem. Bates, they can't Bates block. Is pretty good blocker. Yeah, ba- oh, Bates is Bates. Bates is such a good blocker. Stoner often calls him a tackle. Um, a yeah, tackle. there there's some there's some problems there. Yeah. I I am not concerned. I'm not ringing the alarms just yet for the tight end room. I think we'll see some productivity there. Now. I'm going to pose this to you guys. Yes or no. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Will Washington have a tight end with more than 400 yards? Ooh. Yes. Trev. And his name rhymes with small Herner. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's Trev's going to go with it. Yes. I don't think we do. I, I do not think we Did do. I think we have one tight end that gets over 400. 400? I mean, Small Herner is going to have that after like five games. You you, you would believe it, but no. I mean, if look look up this look up the stats. Four hundred for a tight end is actually pretty darn it's flipping pretty good. good. Oh. And oh, I now just all of a sudden it's good. Before when Logan Thomas had four hundred, he was no, like worst sorry, in the he had three hundred, and that's decidedly <laughs> mediocre, Stoner. Okay. All right. I'm not moving the crossbars. You're moving the crossbars on us. Mm-hmm. Tommy T saying yes. Nicole saying yes. Apparently, I stand alone. Uh, yeah, Logan Thomas. I had I had Logan Thomas's stats up, and Logan Thomas last year had 323 yards in 12 and was, games. And yeah, 12 games. That's that's a chance. Though. Yep. He and plays one more game, and yeah. he's at 400. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gonna gonna go with no. That's <laughs> my stance. I'm sticking to it. Uh, appreciate everyone. Uh, yes, Cole Turner is what Commander's Chaplain Rev Rashid Fry is telling us. So we'll see. <laughs> Biggie, uh, right. not Caleb's with me. Thank you. Caleb is with me on the no. I'm not saying we're not going to have a, like, we could have two or three guys at 300, but one guy over 400, I just don't think that's going to happen. Mm, but we'll see. We'll Everyone's see. telling me don't sleep on Colt Turner. He's gonna have or Schmoll Turner's gonna have some big yards there. Schmoll this uh, warm up is brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy. Make sure you head out to Don'tSleepEnergy.com. Do. Use the code Ref the District One. Great products. Okay, the sugar free energy drink is the only energy drink energy drink the three of us enjoy. You can get some of the great gear. Tell them we sent you. Use the code Ref the District. That would help because they're not only great, uh, you know, products, but they also are great to us. They support us, so you can support them by using our code there. Uh, let's move on from the Logan Thomas dis- discussion there and move on to our man here, who is wearing the Stats Sports 
uh, top that everybody loves to dog as a straw and everything like that. He did miss some time. He had that stinger. This is a this is a guy who has a lot to prove this year, Trev. Yeah. Are you concerned with him getting dinged up so early? Nope. It's a stinger. Happens in football. He hasn't been playing competitive football in how long? So it's kind of expected because he probably was focusing more of his rehab and workout on his lower body than his upper body. So that, that's okay. And, and stingers are freak, freak yeah, they are. right? That's not something but you can really predict. That man looks ready to go. I'm not concerned. Uh, like Stunner was saying, he was participating in individual drills, just didn't do team. They're just being appreciated, AC. They're just being cautious, which is, I guess, is the theme of this season. Cautious is the word of the season. So yeah, like, I'm not concerned. Sure. He's going to be a freak, and he's going to bounce back to what he was before he got injured, in my opinion. You think he'll play Monday night? No. No? You don't think he'll play? So you think, like, all the guys that are kind of banged up, and we didn't even talk about Mathis. I don't even know, to tell you the truth. Did anybody see anything on Mathis today? I'm going to look oh, it no, up. Oh, no, he was in a walking boot yesterday. Yeah, he's yeah, in a he walking, was a walking boot. So I imagine yeah. not out there, but I'm going to see if, uh, but, yeah, if there's so, anything about uh, I wouldn't play him. Mathis, Chase, uh, um, Logan, of course, probably Sadiq Charles, BSJ. I, I'm pretty sure none of those guys are going to play on Monday night. BSJ might because he was out there today in full pads. Yeah, yeah, you're him. right. Actually, he, he was. But if anybody's got like something that's just even a little to be there, cautious, there's no about. reason. Yeah, practice. Yeah, you want to be out there. But when you're out there for a preseason game and you're playing one or two series, it might yeah. not be worth the risk. Not even close. So I I doubt that you would you would see those guys out there. And then of course you still got still got practice Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I think and. Then of course Sunday, I think they're off, and then Monday's the game. So you still got a few more practices where you know anything can yeah. happen. I know Friday is the last practice open to fans. I'm not yeah. sure if they have one more practice. No, Saturday actually is the last practice. So they do have a Saturday practice. That will probably be more of a walkthrough with the game on Monday. But we'll talk more about who's gonna play and stuff on and during the cool day. Yeah, I was just curious if you thought Chase was do you Nathan? Do you think Chase is gonna play Monday? I will save my answer for the cool down. Hmm. Moving ah, moving to another uh remind me when we get to the cool down, we do the Ravens preview, and I'll give you an answer then. Mm-hmm. Sadiq Charles, you brought him up as one of the other ones that was injured. He did get a little playing time today. Then he had a step out dealing yeah. with a calf injury. This is a guy, Stoner, that you said is gonna be a surprise cut. And you've doubled down on this. You've stuck yeah. to this as he's been getting more and more reps with the ones. Yeah. Now he's getting kind of, he, he, you know, he has this lingering calf injury. Where is the concern with Sadiq Charles and this offensive line? Because they really do not have the depth to, to lose a guy like Sadiq Charles. Well, let's just put it this way. Uh, what is the best ability? availability availability is the best ability and this guy for as long as he's been here i think this is his fourth year now he just hasn't been available and if you just consistently can't be available then you're going to have these struggles to be able to make a football team they have to be able to depend on you now obviously when he's out there chris paul played really well and the in the cleveland game Mm -hmm. the very next time they come out to practice 
Sadiq Charles is back with the ones. Yep. And he was there with the ones for three consecutive days. Yep. Maybe even, yeah, uh, maybe even four consecutive days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He's yep. played with the ones. And the beat reporters were saying that you can see why they like him. You can see why he's still getting that chance. The talent's there. Even with the injury. The talent's there. But if you can't be available, they've got to, at some point, they've got to pull the plug. So I don't know if they're going to do that. That's just kind of a, you know, to try and stir up some engagement that I think he might be cut. He might be cut. All right, Trev. Do they part ways with Sadiq Charles? No. I don't think so. <laughs> Jeff's just like, no. Who's going to replace him? Who's going to take a spot? Chris Paul? Well, Chris yeah. Paul's playing right guard, and, and and Charles is left guard, right? And I see there. Yeah, no, Chris Paul's left, left guard. guard. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. And yeah, I've seen that they got Ricky Stromberg out there playing a little bit of guard too. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but like, what makes me say yes, they're going to keep him is because they keep giving him a chance to show what he can do after, do after every injury, after every setback. But then also, I'm right there with Stoner saying, if you can't be consistent, there's no spot for you on this roster. But there just might be, considering we don't have that much depth for the O line like we do on defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. So if there was a surprise cut on the offensive line, I think it would be Sadiq Charles just because of the inconsistency. But also at the same time, no, because they keep believing in this guy to give him reps with the ones and a chance to, to come back. So I don't know, man. That's tough. Right. But if there is, I would say, yeah, it would be Sadiq just because of the inconsistency. Yeah, I, I think that the part of the surprise cut is the fact that you usually have one or two surprise cuts on the team and with him being a, a, a veteran player that just has a hard time being on the field, mm. this is somebody who you could be let go because you have other young developmental guys that you don't want to lose, you know, to somebody else, right? right? Mason Brooks is a guy that they are very, very high on. And I get this as an undrafted free agent, but this mm. is a guy who very likely, if he's on a practice squad, somebody pulls what Washington did with John Ridgeway yeah. and snatches him away from us. And that yeah. is maybe not a guy who's going to contribute this year, but you don't just build a roster for this year. You're building a roster for next year. Mason Brooks might be a player, maybe not next year, maybe even two years from now that works out for you. So there's a game here. Is Sadiq Charles going to get picked up off the, uh, off the waiver wire? Probably not. Yes, right. Probably. You know, I think you will. will. Oh yeah. Jerron Christian did. Ron Christian sitting there right now and his ears are burning. He's just like, sorry, who, da, who just, who just <laughs> trash talked me? That was a good one. But I, that was, but I think, I think one of the guys who's definitely going to be a practice squad guy and not make it is their fourth round pick. Braden Daniels. Yeah. The, all the talk there is that he is a big time long term project. Yeah. He is a project. I never IE anyway, but... he is bad yeah. so far. Not yeah. saying he can't get better. This no, is what we talk about has, when he has a lot to work the, on. Yeah. The mm-hmm. uh you know the hidden messages with these beat reporters mm-hmm. when they say yeah. he's a long term project, yeah. that means he's not good. Yeah. Right yeah. now. Yeah, so, he has a lot to work on. To be fair, Sadiq Charles also a fourth round pick. So yeah. 
that was a developmental project. Braden Daniels could be a developmental project. So we'll see. We like Sadiq Charles because he was blocking for Joe Burrow. So we were like, oh, if he could do that. I mean, I like Sadiq Charles because he was projected as a first rounder and then mm-hmm. fell to the fourth rounder. So right, that, right. that's what I was. But that's part of that, that donor familiarity bias. That's familiarity when, you, when, you're, bias. when you're looking at people's mock drafts, you, you know, and that you have the, this name and the, the, you know, high third, the low thirties or in the forties, you know, and he falls to you in the fourth round. You're like, okay, we got ourselves uh, a great value pick. And, mm-hmm. you know, here we are year four and haven't seen the value from that pick. Yeah. So, so injuries are going to give other guys opportunities to step up yeah. in, in the case of Chris Paul taking that uh, opportunity with, uh, with chase and his injuries, he's given guys behind him a chance to step up and we'll probably talk about that more in the game when we talk about the joint practices mm-hmm. uh, but that's what injuries will do you, you can find yourself from being a starter in this league to being out on the street quick with one little injury yep. and yeah right Trev quick just like that and that and that could be the case with Sadiq Charles I mean when he got hurt that first game of his first year starting remember he was starting that game when he popped his calf and then he was done for the year. And then ever since then, he's just been kind of a guy trying to fight for a job year and year in and year out. So man, these injuries give other guys opportunities long as, and also guys get put out on the street with them. Yeah. Well, let's move on from the injury discussion here to give you an update from the team. The Washington commanders announced their first corporate partnership since Josh Harris took ownership over the team, they signed Verizon. You can Good. We're at the front office sport, uh, front office sports, and AJ Perez, who of course covered a lot of the sales stuff. Anyways, Verizon as a partner, Trev, you seem excited. Why are you yeah. excited with this? Hopefully, we get some good Wi-Fi in the stadium, and hopefully, we'll be able to <laughs> That's use right. those apps that they say you can use if you want to order from your seat and they bring it to you. Well, we don't have internet. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So, that's a good, that's great. And you have cell phone service there too, because cell phone service is bad in the in FedEx field as well. So if we can't get a new stadium yet. Might as well upgrade like we said we were hoping to do. Yeah. We didn't start off with Verizon. Great. That, and that it's cool be. to see that we're getting sponsors. Right. Yeah, instead of well, losing sponsors, that's sponsors, that's a huge. Not like Boost Mobile or like Cell <laughs> well, Cricket. You know, we got oh, Verizon. Like, so. Right. It's a great day to be a Commanders fan again. I gotta, I gotta ask my sister about that. She's a, um, she's a corporate. She's Verizon, and she does like corporate plans or whatever. You know, she sells those. Cor- I wonder, I wonder if my sister had anything to do with this deal. That maybe she can get me like uh, free season tickets or something like that. Hey, um, there we go, a little kiddo on the the screen there. Hey, it's Toner. If you're talking about getting something, maybe yeah. we can get another sponsorship for those daily commanders updates. But Ooh. the uh, let's continue with this update here. Verizon is planning to be that official 5G network for Washington. Harris, Josh Harris is planning millions of dollars of improvement in FedEx. So maybe you're gonna get some of that. This sponsorship deal will be able to to do it. I saw from Jason Wright that the focus is to be able to kind of have the things, these nice things that they promised us being able to order from your seat. I want to be able to order from my seat and have the food delivered to my seat. Yeah, I don't want to leave my seat. Okay. Right. Let's work on that because That's you right. know what's really sucky is all this promotion 
of you don't even, you know, you don't have to leave your seat to order your food and it's just like, okay, cool. Let me order food. Oh, wait, I still have to go three blocks <laughs> and miss a quarter of play to go pick it up. Like, right. no, 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 thanks. I'll lose the $40 for the ch one chicken nugget and a large fry. <laughs> <laughs> Improvements. Things are, things are looking up. Yeah, yeah they um, are. All the uh, all the the news you're getting out of the front office or the business side now is is all good stuff, which is a change for from the last few years. So, yeah. heck yeah, let's do it. Trav, you mentioned the sponsorships leaving. It was just last year that Anheuser Busch ended wow. their sponsorship with the team. What other sponsors would you like Washington to kind of bring back? Is there any ones that you're looking at? Uh, another brewery, if you can't do Anheuser Busch, some kind of brewing company would be nice um some kind of merch line maybe like oh i got one like a nike or under armor or you know puma yep. under armor would be big that's a maryland market thing that's uh that's something you could really work all well, right stoner who you got like don't sleep energy drink yeah. there you go wouldn't that be a fantastic uh, it would sponsorship? Be. that would be actually it would be you know, they're on the up and up. They're getting yet. more and more sponsorships there. They're going to ditch us because they're like, you guys aren't as big as the commanders. But uh, <laughs> we are going to be talking more commanders here during the game. It's been joint practices all week oh, yeah. with awesome. the uh, Baltimore Ravens, Washington, by all accounts, doing well. But we'll talk more about that here in the game. Stick with us.